millennials care, Gen Z cares. I think it's 94% of Gen Z consumers will support a company that gives back. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rubel, and we're here in New York City on a wonderful day with two very special people who, on the theme of giving, are joining us on Retails from the Frontline, where we're going to talk today about what it is to give and deliver good to people. We have two very different and yet intermingled people who are with us today. We have Lisa Gerwich, who's the president and CEO of Delivering Good, which is a not-for-profit organization that unites retailers, manufacturers, foundations, and individuals to provide people who are impacted by poverty and tragedy into new merchandise and connecting giving and brands together in an interesting and modern ways. And we have Kelly Cobb, who is the Vice President of Community and Giving at Bombas. So Lisa, you have had an amazing background. You're a lawyer, you've done a lot of different things, but then you went on to San Francisco. You got into philanthropy through the you know Jewish Community Federation of San Francisco, where I think you oversaw a couple billion dollars, a small number of assets in giving, and you've morphed into taking on this new idea. What's the difference between the type of giving that you were involved in before and what you're doing now and the mission and what you're trying to accomplish? I've had the opportunity to have several really fabulous careers around the country. The difference is that what we do now is tangible. Every single person can make a difference. A manufacturer of socks, an individual who supports a product donation, and they know that it's going to make a difference in somebody else's life. And so that tangible quality and also the intersection of entrepreneurship and philanthropy that we represent being connected with an industry that comes together, even competitors come together to make a difference. It's a very special and unique place to be. Now you're focused on at-risk children is where the giving is primarily, or is it We're actually focused on the needs of the whole family. The whole family. We started 34 years ago as KIDS, focused on children. When we merged in 2014 with Fashion Delivers, which was started by the fashion industry, so adult apparel and also home goods, we had the opportunity to meet the needs of the entire family. So the kinds of situations that people find themselves in from homelessness to just long-term poverty, people re-entering the workforce and society after incarceration, foster kids, medically challenged families. And of course, since we're in the aftermath of Hurricane Dorian, disaster as well. Did the idea start about how you'd give and how you'd engage the brand? Was Tom's one of the leaders in how to think about that? And is their model relevant to what you do? Their model is relevant, but we actually predate them by many, many years. When the children's industry came together 34 years ago, they wanted to know how they could make a difference in a unique way. And certainly giving money is always valued by any charity and makes an impact. But these folks had access to beautiful new product. And so the leverage, the ability to give so much more in new product than they could in financial resources was really powerful. And it, that continues to this day. It's it's not just about a financial thing, but it's about self-esteem. 
Yeah. So what, what got Bomba's interested, Kelly, in being engaged with delivering good? I mean, there's so many ways for you to give back to your community. What, what made this way of engaging important? And also, why do brands need to be engaged in giving like this? Great question. We partner with with organizations that are large and small. Delivering Good is definitely one of our larger scale partners that we're very grateful to be able to work with. When we first began donating socks, we reached out to one single organization that was based in the Midwest that distributed socks. And that's how we learned to, to distribute them and to find partners that could give them out in the communities that needed them most. And from there, we started to expand not only within New York City where we're based, but nationally finding a partner in every state and then in every major city. And our donation allocations started out quite small, boxes of 250 pairs a piece. But as we've grown over the past six years and are just surpassing 25 million pairs sold and donated, we seek to partner with larger organizations like Delivering Good that has the reach that we need to be able to get our product into the hands of the people that need need it most. And we know that Delivering Good has a stringent approach to the way that they vet their partners, which when you're sending out millions of pairs of socks feels important to ensure that they truly are ending up in the hands of those that need them most. So are you giving out a pair of socks for every time that somebody buys one? Exactly. That's amazing. So every time somebody goes in and buys a Bomba, somebody else walks away saying, my feet aren't going to be cold and we're going to be able to feel a little bit better about ourselves. So when you talk to brands, Lisa, about how you can engage with people and build this self-esteem, what's the general reaction and how do you get them to be involved with you? Well, we really don't take no for an answer. We have huge respect for companies like Bombas that have really built giving back into the whole DNA of the company. And so for companies like Bombas, we're able to make the process simple. We have community partners in every state. And as Kelly said, we vet those organizations. We follow up with them. Often we're providing other very important products like underwear and toys and adult apparel and all the things that a family would need. So we have an opportunity to really see the impact. So we talk about the impact. We talk about the opportunity for marketing, for letting their consumers know that they are giving back. And as we know from all the studies, millennials care, Gen Z cares. I think it's 94% of Gen Z consumers will support a company that gives back, but also the associates, the teams within the companies feel more motivated because they know that they're doing something good. So having run companies myself, sometimes we would get approached all the time for somebody asking for us to give product. And one of the concerns that our team would always have would be, is it really going to get to people? Is it really going to get out there? And you mentioned that you have affiliations with different communities. Can you talk a little bit about how you've gone about building out and organize its own community organizing in a way? How have you built out this network and who are the types of people and organizations that are a part of that? And then how can a, a company beyond Obama's who has this ingrained in their specific way of doing things, how can they make sure they know who's getting it? 
So it's a very important question, and we work with all of these organizations, both from our office here in New York, but we go out to visit the organizations as well. So in the last year and a half, I've been everywhere from Puerto Rico to South Florida to Orlando. I'm going to West Virginia in a couple of weeks to Detroit, because that personal connection is very important as well. We walk through their warehouses, we meet their clients, and that's the ultimate test. And we bring our board members and we bring product owners with us. So over the summer, we had many opportunities for volunteers to meet with individuals, and sometimes we'll take a whole team We did that recently with a shelter, a homeless shelter in the Bronx. And the team from the company that has been very generous. Which company was it? It was Burlington. And, Uh, you know, we do the Burlington coat drive. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. We receive over 100,000 coats every year and coats save lives. So, Kelly, how, how do you get your team to actually, I mean, they've got this great organization and delivering good that you can work with, but how do you get the team who was working at Bombas beyond just the fact that there's this beautiful halo of, isn't it nice? We're giving away one pair of socks for every sock purchased. How do you get them to like really connect? Do they go out in the field? What are some of the stories and some of the interesting things that have happened one-on-one and And what impact does that have on the team? Yeah, that experience is hugely impactful. And with our mission truly being built into our DNA is a part of the company's day-to-day in a very big way. We, as a team, get the opportunity to volunteer between eight and ten times every month with different partners around the city, which is... To volunteer eight to ten times a month? Yeah. Wow with different partners around the city on a recurring basis. So we have some are one-off opportunities, but very we very much like to focus on recurring opportunities in order to So provide. give some examples of that. So last night was a team favorite called Birthday Party Project, and the organization itself is called the Birthday Party Project, and it throws a birthday party for children who might not otherwise have the opportunity to celebrate their birthday. So we've sort of taken up residency at a shelter uptown. And so once a month we go and we throw a birthday party. And with the birthday party project, they create a theme for each month and they send decor and items for games and activities. And our volunteers go and we get to buy presents for all the children whose birthday falls in that month. There's pizza and cupcakes and dancing and it's incredible. And that one, as soon as the we send out the email at the beginning of the month saying volunteer events are up. People fly to their desks to get their favorite spots or all of our volunteer spots fill up within a matter of minutes. Like if you're you're not already there, people barter for VIP access so that they can get to sign up before the full list goes out. It's an incredible problem to have that we're we're constantly looking for more opportunities. What's a to VIP add to that. access at a charity <laughs> event like that? What, what well, is it? Well, VIP access within the team to get access to the the sign up sheet first, so that they can have first dibs at their favorite volunteer opportunities and get their name in the spot. Because most of the most of the events are limited by number. So, birthday party project, for example, we can take six team members. Yeah, um, well, you get cupcakes too, so you gotta <laughs> want to go to that one. But we have a lot of really great ones. We recently started partnering with Pencil and a partner school, PS188, on the Lower East Side. And we have a group of approximately 10 volunteers that go 
at least twice a month to work with the students in a particular classroom. Last year, there were seventh graders or with them again this year as eighth graders in this incredible classroom called the Makerspace, where the students are able to express their own voice on current social issues through a whole array of different mediums, whether it's creating music, editing videos, pottery, needlepoint, woodworking, and they work together with our volunteers to create these amazing projects that help them share through their own lens, their own feelings about current social issues. That's a really special one. From your point of view, Lisa, businesses, every business person will say, you know, oh, you're there to serve your shareholders when you're there to make money. Uh, how do you look at businesses' obligation to be a part of their community, and how do you bring people along so they understand that? Well, as a lawyer and as an econ major, you litigate them no. way back <laughs> when. I remember when the purpose of a company was to maximize shareholder value, but our society sees things differently now, and I think that there is a general understanding that you can serve your shareholders very well and also serve society. So there's been a tremendous shift in that perspective. Now, naturally, people get a tax deduction for giving their inventory, and that's terrific, and we help them with that process. But I would imagine that the folks at Bombas feel like the return for them and for their customers is huge. And that's one of the reasons that we are honoring Bombas as well as a lot of other companies in the SOC space at our gala on November 6th, they are part of our 1 million pairs of socks campaign that was launched a few years ago with the uh, American Apparel and Footwear Association. And so all of these different sock manufacturers, retailers who are otherwise competitors came together for this common goal. And we've received almost 6 million pairs of socks. And you said people are using their inventory. How do you make sure what they're giving is really something that's good quality and going to help build self-esteem? And do you do something in the actual distribution process to elevate the experience? We work very closely with the companies. We explain our mission. We talk to them about the product. If they're a new product donor, we may ask them to send some to us first. And we're a part of an ecosystem that we've created with the product owners and the charities. So we ask for feedback on the charity side, too, to make sure that it's appropriate. So we actually just come through a very large natural disaster down in the Bahamas. Tell us how you organize for something like that. What's the difference between working through you and working through the Red Cross? There are a whole host of first responders, including the American Red Cross, who provide a very important service. And they're the people who get there first. And they're not really interested in the kind of product donations that we offer. They're providing water, food, basic necessities. So before the hurricane took place, we were in contact with partners throughout Florida and also the Carolinas, because that's where we thought the hurricane was going to be concentrated. It turned out that the Bahamas was the most seriously hit. And we have partners that are shipping now every day, special product that which is needed. So socks, underwear, blankets, home goods in the Bahamas, as well as in the Carolinas where the tornadoes were a byproduct of Hurricane Dorian. But we really focus on long-term recovery and rebuilding. So we may be helping there for years to come. We're still helping with Maria, Irma, Harvey, the fires in Northern California, because some of the things that we provide like home goods, when people get back into their homes, that's when they need those things. 
lot of things you've talked about are dealing with brands and companies. Are individuals able to donate too, or are you focused only on taking goods in larger quantities from the actual companies themselves? Every person can make a difference. Certainly people can provide financial contributions. We're at www.delivering-good.org and we do accept financial contributions and we operate in a very lean fashion, so less than 3% Um, overhead for our organization. We're really proud of that. Kelly and Lisa, we can Google you. We can learn a lot about you and all the great things that you've done. But what wouldn't we find on Google about you? We know you're a lawyer. We know you went to Vanderbilt. We know all these other interesting things. You've done other great initiatives around giving. But what would tell us something about you that we won't find on Google, Lisa? I don't think that you would find on Google that I used to commute to work on a bike over the Golden Gate Bridge. And I like to bike over all the bridges here in New York. And Kelly, what would we not find out about you? Well, this definitely isn't out there. I have a quiet but still healthy obsession with the New York Times crossword puzzle. And it's something that's been pretty consuming for me, especially as of late that I'm just very addicted to going through the archives and working on puzzles. Well, thank you, Lisa, for joining us. We really appreciate everything you're doing. So Lisa Gerwich and Kelly Cobb, Lisa from Delivering Good and Kelly Cobb from Bombas. And if you want to know what Bombas really stands for, I think it epitomizes why we're here talking today. Um, Bombas is, I think, comes after the Latin word bumblebee, which we all know is the insect, the industrial insect that works together better in their environment as a community to better their community. So we have two people who are bettering their community in a fantastic way and learning more about retail from the front line. I'm Matt Rubel. Thank you for joining us.